Coordination is absolutely essential if we're going to effectively communicate with our horse from the saddle. And of course, that's what horse riding is. It's being able to communicate with the horse from the saddle. And yet the coordination piece can be such a toughie for so many riders. But I think one of the biggest challenges that riders have when tackling this is that they're not being specific enough. That's what I want to talk about today, how you can identify your coordination issues and how you can begin to create a plan to, well, improve them for you and your horse. Okay, let's go. Hey there, and welcome to the Daily Strides podcast. My name is Orna Leeson. I'm an equestrian trainer and coach, and I help equestrians who ride alone go from feeling, well, a little bit maybe stuck and bored to having actual goals and outcomes for each ride so that they can train their horse and also train themselves. Okay, coordination is a big part of that training because if you're not able to coordinate what you're doing, you are going to have issues. And very often it is that communication between our brains and our bodies. Like, you know what you're telling your body to do, but it's like your body is just not understanding what you're telling it. That is the challenge. And it can have such a knock-on effect in so many different ways in our horse riding. It affects our balance, our confidence, how we ask our horse to do things, and also how we're able to respond to what our horse responds when we ask the question. It affects so much. And this is why it is really, really, really important to be able to really start improving and working on this if it is something that you are struggling with. Okay, so first and foremost, I am going to suggest being able to identify the trigger, okay? Now, you know, coordination is kind of one of those things where it's great up to a certain point. And then once you reach the point, yeah, it all kind of falls apart spectacularly. And the point is different for every single rider. Every single rider is going to have a different point, have a different trigger, have a different kind of place in the ride where everything's good and then it's like a a switch gets flicked and it's like, no, everything's gone a little sideways now. And it will kind of depend on your unique situation, which is what I really and truly believe you have to do. You have to look at your situation, like just you, and try and figure it out for you, okay? Now, I think that triggers can be either physical, mental, or emotional, okay? So if we think of it being a physical thing, okay, it could be that as soon as you get into canter, everything goes for a ball, okay? If it was a mental thing, that would be a certain thought. So you might be thinking to yourself, oh dear, I have to ask for the canter. And in just that thought, suddenly coordination just flies out the window. You haven't even gotten into canter. Now you've just begun thinking about asking for canter. And all of a sudden it's like nothing is working anymore, okay, when it comes to your body and your communication. And then of course you have the feeling and that could be the fear of cantering. So it is going to be different for absolutely everybody. But one of the big things is that you will notice that up to the point where things go sideways for you, everything will be fine. So a good example would be a nice slow trot. Most riders could, they're they're fairly well coordinated if the trot is nice and slow. And yet, put a little bit more energy into the container, okay? If you ask for either 
a maybe a bigger trot a more energetic trot or if you ask for canter things can very very quickly fall apart so that's just an example but it is really 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 important to understand that now I would say that the mental and the emotional triggers can be a little bit more difficult to kind of identify especially if you're working alone if you don't have somebody helping you and because of that self-awareness is going to be key to actually making that work for you okay and you know it might seem like your thoughts and your beliefs and your feelings aren't all that important but trust me they can be just as disruptive when it comes to the overall flow of communication between you and your horse so it is something that does need to be dealt with okay okay from there I would then suggest noticing what coordination is actually affected. So just like confidence, okay, a lot of people come to me and they say, I I lack confidence or I want to build my confidence. I don't have enough confidence. I struggle with confidence. Confidence is like a really, really big, broad term that means lots of things to lots of different people, okay? And I really and truly believe that for riders, confidence and coordination are similar in that way. Coordination is very broad. It is very open-ended. And I think that part of your job to improve your riding is going to be to become more specific about what you can start working on and what you can practice to improve the skills, okay? So it really comes down to kind of tailor making something for yourself to help you okay but if we go back to kind of thinking about your what coordination is affected okay um you know coordination it could be that you know what you want to do but you're just not able to do it or it could be that you're struggling to move one limb let's say without moving the other (laughs) I see that a lot. Somebody will like move their leg and then the rudder leg will just like follow suit or their hand. Do you see that a lot with kids like riders? They'll use their legs and their hands are like, I don't know, it's like they're trying to start a chainsaw or a lawnmower or something. Okay. You get all this movement going on. It could be that you are shifting your weight to compensate for a weak muscle tone or strength. Now, this is a big one particularly when people go into canter, they will, um, if their leg is not, or if they feel their leg is not strong enough, they kind of shift their weight. They do a little shimmy in the saddle, okay? And when they do it, um, obviously it affects everything else because, hey, everything's connected. But um, it is a big issue for them, okay? So noticing that as well, okay? Or it could be that you're struggling to apply one aid without um unintentionally doing something with something else you know there's lots of different ways that your coordination can be affected okay it's I just feels really really important that you need to get clear on exactly what is happening and what you're struggling with and then you're going to start there and how you're going to start is you're going to then find exercises to help strengthen and improve yourself okay so I think that once you know like hold on every time I ask this Well, my body is actually doing this, okay? Or every time we have to go through this situation, I end up doing that, okay? So it's really important that you identify it, but then you can begin to start testing yourself. So you can kind of set up or create these little, like controlled situations where that test actually comes into it and you can then really and truly begin to think about 
your riding and think about what it is you really want to do and then begin practicing that it's really really important so it could come down to school movements like what school movements can you ride that will require you to do the thing that you find a little bit challenging coordination wise and I do think that it's worth noting that physical strength fitness and stamina they play a huge role in coordination even when the triggers are mental or emotional okay if you can kind of if you want I don't want to say hold your body um, because that kind of gives this impression of stiffness. That's not where I'm going. But if your body is able to carry on, okay, so physically it, it, it can handle it. It's able to carry on even if your mind is like having a meltdown. That's a good thing. So it's important to really and truly consider your physical fitness as well if you're going to be working on this, okay? Um, it also then like kind of leads to that naturally, doesn't it? doing some exercises or finding some activities that you can do outside of riding. So off the saddle, you don't even need to be near the horse, okay? But doing that to help you as well. Um, I personally love hiking and I love doing it over like rough terrain where I'm constantly have to rebalance my core and everything. I just find that it's really, really good. It's really helpful for horse riding. That's my personal favorite. And then of course I do it up mountains, which is good for, you know, stamina and fitness and all that fun stuff. But I also then love yoga. And I think that yoga helps with my suppleness. It helps with my flow. And it also, strangely enough, helps with my stamina because <laughs> very often it's like, um, I don't know, like you can kind of be in a place in yoga where a second can feel like 10 minutes. Um, so yeah, it's also interesting for that. But I would definitely say find something that you enjoy. And then finally, you're going to revisit and refine. Now, unfortunately in horse riding, when we notice a challenge or an issue and we're going about fixing it, it's usually not or never a one-time only event, meaning that it's not something you can say, oh, I fixed that and just you forget it and you hack on. That's not going to happen. You're going to have to keep going over it. And then what you might find is that over time, by continuously working on it in these kind of controlled situations, quote unquote, okay, you're, you're creating the little test for yourself all the time, okay, that then when something bigger happens, when there's more kind of pressure added to the situation, whatever the situation is, you will then be able to almost automatically, or if not automatically, it may take a little bit of effort, but you actually will be able to do what you want to do in the situation. And the coordination will actually work for you, not against you in that situation. I think that that's really important to think about as well. But I do think that over and above, it's going to be important to recognize that revisiting the basics over and over and over again in your riding is key to actually improving your coordination. So many riders feel that once they've got the basics kind of down pat, it's like, oh, well, I've done that now. That's finished. I don't need to do that anymore. Um, that it doesn't work like that. As you improve as a rider, as you gain more skills, as you develop more feel, all that fun stuff that we're always looking to do, you're going to find that your basics will need to be upgraded or changed, swapped out, some need to be left behind, maybe you need to add a little bit more, whatever the case is. And this can also be a great, great, great um, opportunity to really and truly assess or reassess the coordination and then just fine tune anything that's gone a little sideways in the meantime. And of course, things go 
sideways all the time in horse riding shoe. That's that's part of the fun, isn't it? Okay, I am going to leave it at that. If you're interested in those basics and kind of really and truly working through a program that'll help you and your horse, you can pop on over to returningtoriding.com. Um, all the information is there. And otherwise, have a super day. Keep well, and I'll chat to you soon. Be good. Bye.